more essence, individual expressions of God. We ain't got, we don't supposed to be the same. We supposed to unite in the picture look like our father, the invisible father. Hebrews chapter 10 this morning. Oh, they coming through there. Go Shannon Poo. There go Edda James. Mart, Mart. I'm going to call you with them preaching glasses. I guess she took a break. So, so this morning, Hebrews chapter 10, if you'll open up your hearts and minds, have, some, have, have something for you this morning. Amen. No, we don't do the traditional Easter because Easter has nothing to do with our Lord and Savior. Um, uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. The Passover and Good Friday do. So Hebrews chapter 10 says, if you have your Bibles or you can read from the screen, um, verse 7 says, Then said I, lo, this is Jesus, I come. The author is recording what he, he heard Jesus say. Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. This statement right here alone, and this not in my notes, but this is, this is powerful within itself because it tells you that what the volume of the book is about. Write this in your note, a mental note, John chapter 5, verse 39. It also explains Jesus talking to the, um, um, the Pharisees, the, the religious people that was upset with him um, because he had healed the man at the pool of Bethesda um, on the Sabbath. And they, they began to go after him because not that the man was healed, but, but that the rule was broken. So, so they have this long conversation, and then when they turn up, when Jesus, someone's like, he went, okay, here it is right here, and raised his eyebrow. In John chapter 5, verse 39, he says, you, you uh, look for eternal life in the book. But the book is about my coming. So he says, chapter, uh, verse 7, I came in the volume of the book. I'm here. They even had a problem with that because they had made up in their mind how they wanted things to go. It was already written. Ooh, don't that sound like us? So, 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 verse 8, above when he said, uh, uh, he's referencing verse 5 in this same chapter. Uh, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin, thou wouldest not, neither hadest pleasure in them therein, which are offered by the law. He's talking about God. Verse 9, then said, then said he, lo, I come to do thy will. Inferring that it caused me to question was the will being done up to that I ain't going to mess with, uh, uh, Mary happy, whatever y'all want to call it. <laughs> thank, uh, thank you, Deke. Deke said, go ahead and be, be who you're going to be, Pastor. Then said he, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first. Here's the will. He taketh away the first. God don't do nothing new. He taketh away the first that he may establish the second. Woo! 
Verse 10, by the which will we are sanctified. There's that word they throw around. He says, through this will, me getting ready to take away the first to establish the second. By that, by thee, which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. So I'm going to kill that cow. Verse 11. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never help you. I'm sorry. That ain't what it said. Which can never take away your error thinking. Sin. That's the reason why we'll suffer silently. And I can't tell y'all what I'm really thinking because y'all going to tell me that I am not. So I suffer silently until it spills over. And then I do what the law can do. Then I start diagnosing behavior. I'll explain that a little bit later. Verse 12. But y'all going to get me in trouble. Y'all with me? Okay. Verse 12. Because see, I see y'all pushing me on. And see, I'm crazy enough to go. But, but uh, I need y'all, y'all with me. Verse 12, but this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin forever, he did something that the priest that was working diligently in the temple couldn't do. He sat down at the right hand of God. <laughs> Whew. So our topic of conversation this morning is, well, hey, I just, to her, y'all, I, 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 I never grow up to her. I'm always little girl. Her and Pearl Blah had this thing. Hey, little girl. And I, was, I had to remind them. I was like, I'm two, almost two nickels, but that don't matter to them. You honor my day. So, so, so today our topic of conversation is removing the gray area. Why? Because that's what uh, uh, Christ came to do on our behalf. He, come, he came to bring us out of the shadow. But if you don't ever come to grips with it, you've been living in the shadow. You, you, won't, you won't accept this offer. <laughs> it's like I'm moving you to, to clarity. You no longer going to shoot in the dark. Because a shadow, meaning he, he didn't even say the tree. You know you have a big oak tree. And then when you look at the ground, it's shadow on the ground, and it's huge. But you can't necessarily tell what it is looking at it because it's grayed out. Removing the gray area. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we bless you and we honor you this morning. We continue to lift you up higher and higher in our hearts, God, until we reach heaven, until we hear you say, you are my son and I am well pleased with thee. That is what we're going after in our minds. So we bless you today. We thank you for this word that is already blessed. We thank you, God, that it come forth with clarity. Even a baby can even understand that you're our Lord of all. You are the Lord of our lives. And we stand here today solely because of what you have said and done about us. So we give you praise and we give you honor. In Christ's name we pray. Let every heart say amen. Amen. So I, I, I want y'all to stay with me today. 
in this text, in this text at the beginning of Hebrews chapter 7, to give us a little introduction, I'm going to be going back and forth between Hebrews 9 and Hebrews chapter 10 because it's very significant, very significant. But in verse 1 at the beginning of chapter 10, the writer of Hebrews, and the reason why you keep seeing, seeing you're going to hear me say the writer or the author, because it's, it tells you in the study that it's unclear whether it was Paul or whether it was somebody else. So to make sure that I'm correct, I'm just going to say the writer. Okay, so it, it, verse uh, 1 says, at the beginning of this chapter, he says, the writer says, the law was a shadow, meaning uh, in the Greek word, skia, S-K-I-A. It was a shadow, meaning it was a shade. It was, it was the darkness called by the interception of light. So that's what the, the law was, an uh, interception of light. It, it, it was a shadow of, of the good things to come and not the very image because if you have a shade tree that 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 uh that a real big tree and it gives you gives off shade you can look at the ground you look lower and you can tell that something is there that that uh, it's it's an image there but it's not the true image it gives you an indication that something is there so it says says but 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 uh it was an indication of good things to come and not the very image of the thing can uh, 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 sacrifices uh, being offered yearly and year by year continually uh, 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 those sacrifices did nothing but allow us to remember that something is there it's a shadow that I can't tell what it is but I keep coming back trying to get the sacrifices was for the people singing annually. So he, the, 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 the priests will go in with these sacrifices for sin, with, with cows and, and goats and bulls, I'm sorry. And so it, it's, that blood, was it, it was a shadow, but it couldn't do what Christ came to do on our behalf. But what it did do, it kept us in remembrance. Oh, God, it kept us, you know, we, we want to, remembering ain't nothing. Remembering what I did. Remembering what I said. It never did have the power to bring us into remission. So chapter 9, Hebrew chapter 9, verse 11 says, it explains the good thing. It says Christ is the good thing to come. It is the image of God. It's, he's God's twin. This the real thing that's about to come. A greater and more perfect tabernacle, to, and, 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 and hold on to this because I'm going to get to it in a minute, not made with hands. That is to say not a physical building. So, so, so what happened is the law was, is not a way to earn favor with God, it functions in the, diver in the reverse way. That's the reason why with our, our shadow, who we are in shadow, it, it causes us to move back. It causes us to move further and further away from the truth, who I really am. I can't really tell who I am at this point, but I do know something is there. 
the law, the law can point out where I fail, but it cannot pronounce me righteous. This was not his purpose. Pronouncing us righteous was Christ's purpose. Hebrews chapter 9, this is just an introduction. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14 declares how the blood works. The blood of Christ cleaned up our conscience from dead works. I, I, it don't clean up my clothes. Clo clothes can't help this. Houses, cars, lands can't help this. Having children and my marriage can't help this. My, ch my children can't help this. I can't put nothing in the place of this if he's going to be my everything. So through Christ, the Spirit, Christ offered himself as an unblemished sacrifice, freeing us all from those dead efforts so that we may serve the true and living God. What are you saying, Donna? We are going from I know is something that can't quite make it out to I know. That is, if you don't keep going in reverse. We, we have been allowed, we've been freed to put this thing in drive. And return back to who we really are through Christ. God in Christ says, I'm opening this thing up. In Christ dying on the cross, his blood dripping and blotting out our sin, clearing up our consciousness so he can say, through, through my son, come on, and I'm going to clean you thought by thought. But if you believe your shadow is truth, you're going to keep going backwards in reverse but you're going to keep repeating and you're going to keep needing forgiveness. When the plans say, I took care of that, put that thing in drive so that we can bring this, this, this shadow into the true image that you are. Come on here, somebody. So verse 7 says, I came. It was written in the book that I was coming to do the will of God. I'm going to show up twice. The first one to deal with your sin already happened. My second coming is going to be in you to deal with your salvation, to save you. Because me cleaning up your consciousness, you still have remembrance of it. Residue still exists there. Echoes still in their voices. The outside of you is still trying to talk to you, to the inside of you saying it is the real thing. So now I got to process through. Verse 4 declares it's impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away our error thinking. Verse 5, it's not the fragrance and smoke from the altar that God desires. It, uh, it, so I said, here I am. This is Jesus. I come to do God's way, do it God's way. The way is described in the book. How you going to write something and then turn around and act like that was not in manifestation what you wrote? That's some pride and arrogance and ego. Oh, God, it's written in us. 
and, and it's written in it, and it has been written. And then when I show up as the true self saying, all right, this is the true you. You're a woman of God. You're going to preach the word. You're a business owner. You're a pillar in the community. But your backed up self says that there's no way. And then here come all these thoughts, the shade, trying to tell you what you experienced, who your parents is, the town you grew up in, the environment that you grew up in, society trying to tell you who you are, saying that is not who you are. But Christ come to clear that thing up. You're more than who you think you are. You are more than who you believe that you say you are. You are more than what your behavior say that you are. Can I tell you what behavior says to me? It says, all right, it shows me where I need to work at in your mind. That's all it shows me. Thank you for the, for the honor. That helps me help you. It don't cause me to go into condemnation or judgment. It's a cheat sheet for pastor. And that's what I teach my leaders. No, no, no. We, we cover. We love. No. Come say something to me then and see what happens. I don't want the fragrance and smoke no more. Hear, hear Jesus saying, God don't want no smoke with nobody. But I come to report the news. Oh, what's the news? I come to do away with one to establish the other. The tabernacle and the ordinances of the covenant of Sinai were emblems, were emblems and types of the gospel. I came to do the will of God, which is to purify man, mankind consciousness. Consciousness here is an abiding consciousness whose nature it is to bear witness to one's own conduct in moral sense. I came to take mankind awareness off the invisible by cleaning up the con off the visible by cleaning up the consciousness of the soul that so that we can proceed so that we can know the invisible. That I am removing the gray area. Verse 8 says, and it's referencing verse 5, says the sacrifice and the offering. The author said when Christ entered into the world, think about this. When you are in the mindset of shadow, right, trying to figure out, I know it's something there, but I don't quite know what it is. When you are in that mindset, when the word world, world is spoken in the Bible, you think it is what you see. But when you go and you exegete the text, and when you find out, when you see the word world there, world in your humanity and world in the spirit means something totally different. It means the cosmos. It, the Greek word is K-O-S-M-O-S. And he came into our cosmos, into our mind. Why did the scripture say his death was going to clean up my conscience? Long dresses ain't going to fix this. Money is not going to fix this. Another person is not going to fix this. This thing is personal. This is going to have to be between you and your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because what messed the people up 
was because when the law was written, the priest was the only one could go in the in the uh, in the um, outer course in the inner course, and then and then and then nobody he he was the only one that could enter into the what they considered to be the holies of holies. But I'm gonna tell you something about that. That thing was made by man. And they still got y'all scared, y'all. Don't bring me them $25 a piece. Don't do what I say. Y'all still got me? So, so verse 8 says, if all these sacrifices not going to help, it, it, it didn't please. God couldn't take pleasure. He allowed it, but didn't take pleasure. God didn't have any pleasure in the sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin because it did not provide the image in the gray area. It, we were given a knowledge through the law of Moses on purpose. It was more like a holding place. It's, it's, more, it's more like I said like this. You know, when, when they're getting ready to pick the, um, the, have the lottery for the draft, Everybody meets in one place, and they be sitting there with anticipation for their number or their name or their team that they're going to, to be so, so that you getting ready to call me where out of where I am now. Because, see, when you call me, my status going to change. Uh, 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 I'm about finna drive something a little different. My haircut, my, my shades gonna be, my, my mama coming out, out the projects. So I'm waiting with anticipation. Y'all getting ready to see that I can hoop. Y'all getting ready to see me. See, see, y'all, y'all, the same way we think about money, houses, cars, and land, we got to flip that thing over, put it in drive, and start thinking about God. Because the law was the only, it was the lottery day for us. And it had us sitting in there just waiting for what? For my name to be called. Because I know when God called my name, my status is about, about, about to change. My, my mind, y'all about to see something different. Y'all, I'm about to put shades on my mind. I'm, I'm about to drive a Porsche in my head. I'm about to stay, stay in a split level in my consciousness. But no, what we do is we think, hey, that's all to it. Because you don't see him as everything. You don't see this as, this the lottery for me. Uh, 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 I'm finna put my city. Oh, y'all finna know where Timbuktu is. Y'all finna know Big Mama's child. But we don't think like that. Because we're in our carnality. And we think our carnality tells us, although we're in reverse, that that's not enough. Although I'm robbed of my peace. Although I'm robbed of my joy. Although my mind is all over the place. I'm not operating in fear, in, re in faith, in reverse. I'm operating in fear. 
my image, I am not even living in the image that I was created to. Why? Because I don't see what Christ done through his death, burial, and resurrection. This thing of God sending him as the lottery day for my life. So the law required all these things, but through Christ's body, the will of God was going to be accomplished, which is to reestablish the sanctuary of God to the conscience of man, man's soul, which is the image of God and not the images made by man's hand. But what we do, we go crazy over furniture, and we put it on there in remembrance of, don't touch this, don't touch this, don't touch that. And the only thing that said to me was, I know something there, but I know that ain't it. Verse 9, then said he, I come to do this work in my body. Why? Because the real work is done in my body. I am, the Bible says, we are the temple of the what? Say it again. We are the what? So the work has to be done where? So, so me coming in here, put my name on this. I bought these four chairs. Look on the back. Praise the, praise the, praise the. Frank, Donna, Portia, and Raven. All right. Like y'all don't know. Be a child and go try a church song. <laughs> Get that child off that. Because we created these things with our hand for this physical building that don't necessarily say God. It's a place we come and worship. If we don't worship and give things and pour out our spirit, releasing a sound within us, I can come and put my living room suit in here and put my uh, uh, plug up the computer back down and start watching TV movies. In other words, we put too much into a building and not the body. And that's living this thing in reverse. So we got to put this thing in drive. So it's through Christ's body that I'm sanctified. Sanctified means I'm set apart. Holy. I'm set aside for God's use. In other words, I'm not going to let what I did, who I thought I was, where I was born, and what was said about me stop me from walking into who I really am. Why? Because this is my lottery day, baby. This is my name. It's about to be called. So I come to do a work. Let's explain. I know I'm doing good when I hear that laugh from Pruitt. So, so, to take away the first. This is the work in the body. To take away the first. Hebrews chapter 9, verses 1 through 10 says this. But uh, uh, write it down. So, so, I see some pen, pens moving and all this stuff. So, when I get up here next week <laughs> at 930, yeah, so, the first plan contained directions for worship and a specially designed place of worship. It was a large outer tent that was set up. 
the lampstand, the table, and the bread of, of, of presence was placed in it. This was called the holy place. This was a tent set up, and they put these things in there and says, here's the shadow. Then a, a curtain was stretched, and behind it was a smaller inside tent set up. This was called the holies of holies. And, and there was a place, the golden um, incense altar and the gold-covered uh, ark of the covenant containing a gold urn, a manna, bread, uh, and, and, and what they said was Aaron's rod that budded the covenant's table, which was inscribed with the Ten Commandments. And, and so, and the angel wings shattered uh, the, what they considered the mercy seat. These images in the tent were made by man's hands. And they decided, okay, to, so, so through this knowledge that I have of the Ten Commandments, I'm going to come up with what I think from the thoughts that I have that looks like what has been written on the Ten Commandments. That's why in the holies of holies, you have the Ten Commandments in there. And, but that is the reason why internally, why our heart is so hard. Why? Because we trying to live from something that was written on stone. Something that does not allow me to operate in image, but allow me to operate in shadow. This place right here is, I can go to sleep and dream something different, but when I wake up, I don't even know how to get to it in real life. And lo and behold, if I tell somebody that's in the same place as me, they can't see it either. They start putting up the images that they think from their knowledge is God. And, and so these images, this is the first that I come to do away with. You don't know what God looked like. But because when you get in the holies of holies, that's the center of who you are. That's the center of who you believe that you are. That's the, the fountain, the seat of your thoughts, of your intellect. That's the place where ideas are birthed. And at this place right here, Tayon, the center of who you are, your thoughts are filled with the knowledge of what's in the holies of holies, which is the Ten Commandments. That shall not, that shall not, you better not, you ain't, you this, you that. And if you've been found guilty of, the penalty was what? So verse 6 to 10 says, after, these, after this was set up, the priest, the one that y'all bow down to, here he come with all his richly garments on, walking and looking deep. After all the work has been put in, and you got all this shade in place, so now here I come to do my part. So, so he, the high priest entered the smaller, the inside tent, 
and then once a year offering blood sacrifice for his sins, for his sins and the people's sins. This was supposed to be the Holy Spirit's way of showing us with a visible parable that as long as the Lord's tent stands, people just can't walk in on God. Calls us to have a mediator. Calls us to believe and think that I cannot go to God for myself. It took away my responsibility for my own life. I, I'm going to do what I want to do because why? This right here does not, it has no way to get me off this repeat, keep me, uh, 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 this is the reason why I'm going around the mountain. And so, so this mindset right here says, as long as I make it to next year, he going to go in there and do a little something, whatever, whatever it is he's doing. And they have the right stuff in there to make sure I, I get this. And, and that's the reason why y'all had Terry in service. And you, you had to call him until you spit in the bucket or just you so dang tired. You, I'm just finna go on and fall out. This plan kept God and mankind separated. The first of the outer tabernacle is a symbol. It's an archetype or a paradigm for the present time. Both gifts and sacrifices offered were incapable of perfecting or finishing the consciousness and renewing the inner self of the worshiper. Under this system, the gifts and sacrifice could not get to the heart of the matter. It couldn't alleviate or ease my mind, my consciousness of the people. But it, what it did was limited me to matters of rituals and behaviors. Uh, okay, I'm, I did this right here, and it says written that I shouldn't do it. So when the, when the priests go in there, I'm going to get a forgiveness for it, but it does not help my behavior. So we just going to keep repeating rituals. We're going to keep, keep repeating behaviors. We're going to keep repeating rituals. We're going to keep repeating behavior because this first plan does not alleviate me in my mind it does not give room or leeway for me to change my thinking to be renewed by my mind so this system birthed the conscious of sin error thinking to keep our perception at, at repetitiveness, traditional ceremonies, and to keep our perceptions on behavior. Side note, in this place right here, I can diagnose behavior, but I don't know the source of my consciousness is the real error. Oh, God, I'm going to say that again. I can diagnose behavior, but in this mindset right here, I don't know the source of my consciousness is the real error. What's the source of your consciousness? You still have the Ten Commandments. It's the old plan of God as the center of who you are. And y'all look shade. Y'all y'all ever seen the coloring book? What the coloring book do? It gives you the outline. Oh God, it don't fill it in. It don't be filled in till you start coloring. So so what this plan did, the old plan, it gave you an outline. It, it ain't filled with nothing but vain and empty, filled, repetitiveness, behavior, mindsets that does not produce anything. Get that girl a paint, paintbrush or a coloring, uh, a, a crayon right here with the gold on. Stephanie, daughter. Give her a crayon or a paintbrush and give her an outline. 
and see what gonna happen. See what she bring to life from her imagination and colors. So, so, so what I'm trying to tell you, your, your holding place, well, it, it, they used it at a place of judgment and condemn, condemnation, but it was really a holding place, Kenya, waiting for your, your lottery, your number, your name to be called. And you sitting there, see, we don't know to be waiting with anticipation. All we do is sit there and declare what, what everybody else declare. We ain't nothing and never be nothing. I'm just like my daddy. That girl from the project, she don't know nothing. She graduated from Irwin County. But y'all tales better start sitting there and rocking with the anticipation you about to hear your name called on the inside of you. You about to hear the voice that the Ten Commandment has blotted out and blocked out. That's not who you are. You just waiting. You just practice getting ready for your name to call. You were just doing things, working in a building that they call the church, getting ready for your name to call. You cleaning off microphones, you singing, you ushering. But I'm sitting there with an anticipation. Oh, God, I'm about to come up and I'm about to come out. Come on here, somebody. I'm about to come up and I'm about to come out. Y'all ain't ready. One more game, one more round, Portia. They ain't ready. They sitting there. All right, I had Mary had a little lamb. My name is about to be called. I'm about to come up and I'm about to come out. See, 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 I know, I know what we were told because it was passed down. But they were passing down what they were told because they couldn't read. But, but, but I thank God for the shoulders that I stand on. But doggone it, I can read now. I don't graduate about two or three times. And my Bible tells me that I was not in a bad state. I was in a state that he allowed me to be in. Until my lottery, oh God, I start practicing. What? I nailed the rim on the, on the light pole because we didn't have money. Why? Because I visualized myself as a ball player. And what y'all problem is, you don't know how to use what you have until you come into fruition as to who you are. I walked around Osceola, Georgia. From, from, from where I lived in the project, if I went to Wildcat, what my sister say, had my cap on backwards, had my basketball shorts on and a t-shirt, had a ball in my hand, and I walked down Oak Street, practicing, practicing, and I nailed that rim. Daisy didn't have no money for no gold. I nailed that rim to the light pole, and I stand by now and practice, practice. Practice, and that's what y'all gotta do. Y'all gotta come here, y'all gotta act like it until it is so. You gotta start acting like it until it is so. That means in the meantime, I gotta do something. I gotta take this word and begin and be my sword and my shield to fight against what's telling me who I am not. Instead of taking notes and then the next Sunday, you still don't know what I said. Because from Sunday to Sunday, I ain't practicing. I ain't reading. I'm doing this. I'm practicing how to, how to stay away from who I really am. Putting a, I like living in reverse. But you can't see. You can't see. You don't have a real picture 
or what's behind, even with the new cars. My car has that where I can see what's behind me. But sometimes I don't even trust that I still be. It was a temporary arrangement. See, them boys saw me out there. I'm, at that point, I was, I was out running everybody, but I'm missing everything. So I learned that I was shooting too hard. Can't pull them to the side. And I had on my, it didn't match. I've had, I put on what days are put me on, because by then, you didn't say I don't want to wear this. That's crazy and suicidal. <laughs> my shirt was gold and black. I was the hornet. And all I had was some blue flowery pink uh, checkerboard shorts with flowers in them. And some Chuck Taylors. Oh, you didn't say? No, because you, you did. You, you put that on like that was all gold and black. Use your imagination. And I practiced. Meaning I gave attention to it. I gave, you give your, what you give intent to, you give your attention to. So, so I'm challenging y'all. I challenge the preachers to do you a, a sheet where you put down how you spent your day so you can start being, being more intentional with your time so that you can see where you gave to places that does not help you become. And then you hang around people that does not help you. Ain't nothing wrong with them. They are not sitting next to you. And we always say it's them. Can't say what I want to say. That's not true. It's you. Giving your time, because you got this thing in reverse. Ooh, honey, this, uh, this, this, this is some trauma if I got to go through this. Because most of us, we're excited and we'll shout it and we'll shout until the actual, we, right now, the whole world is in an uproar about he died, he died. He rose with all powers in his hand. But what he was, Jesus was our what? Our prototype. He showed, he took death and hell off the table, but he showed us the, 11, the last seven statements of what it was going to be with us coming through this consciousness, this new plan that, he, that's, that has been hidden on the inside of us our entire life. And when the heat turn on, see, see we, 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 we back up. Why? Because we don't, we don't recognize that the Bible says God is that fire. So when the heat turn on, that's your spirit, man, getting ready to consume all that you had in reverse so that you can put this thing and drive and do what? Mash that gas. Why do you back up? Because, Mickey, I'd rather keep this image before y'all. The law have you on people conscious. I want you, I, yeah, no, y'all don't know who I am. I'm Donna Lampkin from Osceola. But it was that same image that had me in reverse. And I had to decide 30 years, 31 years ago in October past that reverse ain't working out for me. That I don't know what it is. But it's more. And I'm finna start walking this way right here. That's the moment that I, I ain't go to a 12-step program. I stopped drinking. I, I, I didn't go to no rehab. I put that marijuana down. I, I, stopped, I, 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 I didn't go back to the club. 
although that was the life that I was used to, and I start being driven. I, I may not know what, but I'm coming. I may not know what, but I'm finna start practicing. I may not know what, but I'm finna usher. I may not know what, but I'm finna clean this church. I may not know what, but I'm finna cook for Sunday dinner at the church. So he did away with one to establish the second. Hebrews chapter 9 talks about the second. But when the Messiah arrived, the high priest of the superior things of the new covenant, he bypassed the tent and its trappings in this created world cosmo and went straight into the heavens, the tent, the truly holy place once and for all. He bypassed what y'all put up outside. He bypassed all that stuff y'all made and had to design and carved it out real pretty. He, he bypassed all them beautiful that look that appears to look like what a king sit in. He bypassed what it, the, the horse in the chariot and let me make my interest so y'all can see me. He bypassed what was created outside. And he went straight for who you are. Oh, God. That's a lot right there. I mean, you, for, for 24 years, I was a woo. And then at 24, you, you saying it's, 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 what? I get it. When you function, when you thought, when you lived a certain way for a certain period of time, walking up here, Mark, giving God, giving the preacher your hand and guard your heart, your confession is necessary. But now the work has to be done where? In the body. That's the place where you're going to be sanctified and set aside for God's use. Where? In your mind. So your mind and your body is about to take a whipping. He bypassed the sacrifices consisting of goats and calf's blood instead using his own as the prize to set us free once and for all. Enough is enough. And people of God, you got to get like that with your own self. I am tired of myself. I'm getting ready to give up something so that I can just walk straight in. If the animal, if that animal blood and other rituals of purification were effective in cleaning up certain matters of our religion and behavior, think how much more the blood of Christ cleans us up, cleans up our whole lives inside out. Through the spirit, Christ offered him himself as an unblemished sacrifice, freeing us from all those dead-end efforts to make ourselves upright so that we could live for the truth. And living God. Amplified Bible in verse 11 says it's like this. But when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things to come, that is true spiritual worship, he entered through the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. That is to say, not a part of this material creation, not a physical building, but a body. He came to bring our worship back to true worship as to it within ourselves and not saying I'm coming to worship, but I am worship. Because the word worship means to identify yourself with saying I'm coming because I identify myself with the true and living God that exists on the inside of me. Verse 10, by which we are sanctified. Oh, God. Hebrews chapter 12, 14, they wear that out. 
without holiness, you cannot see. I'm glad it's in there. Because without you going back through this body and coming back through yourself, the temple that you are, you will never come into the awareness of the consciousness that exists on the inside of you. That's why you have people going to, going to church 90 years, been serving 90 years, but they still mean they nasty. Go through that line in the kitchen. Have some chewing gum in your mouth and you come in here and the usher come up to you with all that white on. <laughs> Just finished singing and, and, and shouting and then <laughs> but we know better. So we don't judge or condemn. See, I'm telling you, that's where humility come in. Because he could have left you there waiting for your name to be called. See, y'all, y'all, see, 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 well, I'm telling you what we do. Because we've we been taught this way before now. Pastor Bellamy started, Apostle Miles stomped a hole in it. And I'm just picking up the baton. Because what we do is we use our, our flesh to, to, for the occasion of sin. Why? Because we, we know we ain't going to hell because hell is a physical, it's not a physical place. We, we know we ain't going to go. So what we do is, I know I'm not going to be punished, but what happens is the thoughts, the seeds that you sow through your thoughts and you put it on, on, on circulation in your life, what happens is it comes back around to you and, you and you don't like it. But let me tell you about acceleration and what's going on now because you are being sought after and you are being chased. God chase, chasing those whom he loved. What you do to day is coming back around this afternoon. Why? Because, see, you ain't got that much time. You don't have all that time like you thought you have on this earth. And so what we got to start doing is using our time wisely. We got to start with the center. We got to go straight to the center, the source of who we really are, and choose wisely from that place, fill our thoughts with that knowledge, and we pursue that in our lives. See, what we doing is when you want to be right, when you want to be self-righteousness, you go about and you establish your own church with your own knowledge why because you want to be right and you do not accept this plan you like Jesus on the clock you like the handkerchiefs you like the oil in, in the little containers you like the handkerchiefs with the cross on now you like the jewelry with, with the cross you like the earrings with the cross you like putting your name on a bench You like doing your own. Why? Because it satisfies my carnality. When I am the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so, so, so the new plan, God's way, by which we are made fit by God, by the once and for all sacrifice of Jesus. Say, how are we sanctified? We're, that word sanctified, it means holy. So it means hagiazo, H-A-G-I-A-Z-O. It means to separate from profane things and dedicate your life to God. It means to consecrate your life to the things of God. That's what it means. It don't go, go saying, I can't wear pants. It, 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 that ain't got nothing. It's saying, 
I want a living, living, I want a body, I want a living sacrifice. See, we keep building up for this thing for when I die. But I, I, all the funerals I went to, they either the black folks don't start cremating them now. You cremate them or we're watching a body go down in the ground. No, no, no. I need you while my breath is still in you. I need you sanctified. That, that don't mean you can't talk to people. Sanctification means I need your temple cleaned out so I'm running the temple. This is the only way we are declared sanctified or holy by God. And I wrote side note, stop letting people manipulate you and control you by that. Women don't supposed to preach. Took a one scripture when Paul was explaining because some things was going on that the men needed to step up and be in charge of. He didn't say y'all go sit down forever. He said, no, we, we need some power right here, some physical power because of what is going on. Y'all get in line with these men and children behind them because we got an enemy that's trying to infiltrate the church. He, didn't, he did not say, took a whole, one scripture and made a whole movement. But I challenge you today that next time, sometime next week that you go look up Baptist. You go look up the origin of Methodist. You go look up the origin of holiness. You go look up the, the, the names, these uh, a whole uh, church of God and Christ. Go look up all these denominations and do the study of how they were birthed. They were all birthed from one scripture taken out the Bible and stretched. Why you don't see it in the Bible name by name? You see kingdom? Period. Kingdom of God. Period. Isn't that what they say? So if he sent his son to free us from dead works so that we can clean our soul and consciousness and be a witness from our inner being, which is spirit. By the single offering, Christ did everything that needed to be done for everyone. He don't leave nobody out. I say he did it for everybody who takes part in the purifying process. The Holy, folks, the Holy Spirit confirms this. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 16. This new plan, it says it's in the Bible. But if you want to hide it from them, put it in a book. God don't do nothing new. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 16. This new plan I'm making with Israel is not going to be written on paper, no more books and no stone, and it isn't going to be chiseled in stone. No more law. This time, I'm writing out the plan in them, carving it on the lining of their hearts, which is going to be done in us, as us, and through us. I'm changing your focus, your attention from this physical temple to the real temple. And it's written in you, which means I got to give up, give up what was written. I ain't putting nothing else in a book. Oh, yeah, make that hit home. Because Jesus said when he came out the wilderness, what did he say? I'm here today, this day. Scriptures are what? 
That's all right. Did y'all understand that? So you go from a book from to the I am. And verse 17 says, I'll forever wipe the slate clean of their sins. Our sins are taken care of for good. There is no longer any need to offer our sacrifice for them. Sin don't have to be the topic of conversation. I'm freeing you to choose me. And that's where we get crossed up at. Because this thing, walked, that, that law whipped us. But it couldn't change us. And here he's saying, I'm, choose, I'm freeing you to choose me. So now I got to walk in obedience. Now I got to be responsible with me. And that's what we don't want. My daughter, you know how children will tell you they want to be grown? I get mad when I get out of here. Oh, I'm leaving here. My children never told me that because that was suicidal. <laughs> I'm using, using that as an example. And now that this young lady is going to be 30, 34, I don't want to be grown. Why? Because it requires her staying in her own home, getting up, going to work, paying her own bills, being what? Responsible. And then they got a mama that'll call. I, you know, I just don't have no stupid money. I don't have no stupid money and no vacancies. <laughs> you're not, you're not, when your children have reached about 14 and 15, parenting is over. If you didn't do it when they were smaller, they need somebody to help push them into their own ideas and let them be free. If Christ freed you, what you got a chain and ball and chain on these children for? Trying to control them. Because I'm telling you, at that point, you turn into a coach. As a matter of fact, when they case in age and growing up and you teaching them in this freedom, he looked at me when I called his name. And you're teaching them in his freedom, and they don't have to go through all the things that we had to go through in our day. They'll tell you what they want to be. And the only thing you have to do as a parent is to bring them to the knowledge of the idea they just spoke. Yeah. But if you're not developed, and if you, you want to be right, what you do is bring them into the knowledge that you have. Ain't nobody in our family done that. Ain't, no, ain't none of us doing that. What, what you going to do is you, you finna get a job at Shaw. We, I know Shaw ain't here no more. You finna get a job at Shaw because mama work out there. Mama's sisters work out there. My grandmama worked out there. My older sisters and brothers work out there. This is what we do. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Let your child come tell you. I'm, I know I'm off, off subject, but if he freed us to obey, you, you, if you hadn't done it by the time they 14, just start at 14. Okay, what is it you really want to do? Let's start pushing you in that area. Let me bring you the knowledge in that area. What we do is sit up there, stay in the shadow. What we say, oh, I want to be a basketball player. Here you is, 15 years old, and ain't even never picked up a basketball. Here I am saying, I want to be who God says that I am. And I, I might take notes and all that stuff, but I don't even remember from Sunday to Sunday. So what are you using as a weapon to fight off your old mindsets and thoughts to bring you back this Sunday? Because it's not your intentions. 
I'm free. I want to be a child. I want to be able to throw temper tantrums. I want to be able to feed me, clothe me, give to me. God, 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 oh my Lord, pay my light bill, God. Send somebody by God. Ding dong. Oh, thank you, God. <laughs> Instead of being responsible with your money. Done got paid, this due on the 15th, this due on the 14th, this due on the 13th. All right, got that down, got that in my head. We don't got so tech savvy now. Well, you, you don't even, you can set it up on repeat. Just make sure the money there. God sent his son so that you can discover who you are. Not to be your magic wand. Because you don't want to. Bring me a hundred dollars. God getting ready to do it. Y'all line up to my right, because that means you're on the right hand, the right side of God. <laughs> and people that have never even given an offering in line. Reverse. Because who you really are going to cost you. It's going to cost you to walk in humility. But let me help you with this humility thing, and I'm finna finish. If you know that you're sitting there and lottery day has come for you, that means God has called your name into the higher consciousness that's going to bring you out of some things into some new stuff. That's the moment that you fall into humility and on your knees and lower yourself. Why? Because he didn't have to do it. I, them people on Pine Street, they're my people. When I first met Frank and he was, he said, I'm going to stop by your job. I said, I'm going to tell you now, when we get out of the car, they're going to say, daughter, I love you. And my job is I turn around and I say, I love you too. And when we having stuff at church, I print stuff up. And I walk down the Jabba and all of them, they're my folks, Thomas. And I say, I'm inviting you. I don't care if they don't come. Why? They, they may not never step foot here, but I want them to know that God loves them. Why? Because once was me. And, 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 and where I am now is the potential of them. Where y'all think he called me from? Where you think he came and got me from? They paid $15 to get into Johnny Ellis. Well, oh, that was one of them nights where TJ them had, oh, you can drink. And I'm drinking. Anybody that know me know my drink. And I'm mixing it. And I, and I, but but what was, it was not taking an effect on me. And so I got up and I walked to the table and it appeared that everything was frozen. It was at that time that y'all threw money, TJ, and money was dispensed in the air, and people in the dark was like this right here. Everything was frozen, and it, it appeared to be just the light right there on me. <laughs> I dropped everything, and I was with my ex-husband. And I said, come take me home. What? It's all you can drink. <laughs> but he didn't have the experience. I did. Right. And I left and I never went back. And I clawed from Wednesday to Thursday. 
from age about 18 because I wanted out my mama's house to let loose this, this uh, 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 immature woman. Oh, when I leave here, see, I knew I couldn't say it out loud. I wouldn't have made it out. I've been dead. <laughs> so when she ain't looking, <laughs> wait till I, you wait, I'm going on here. And that's how some of y'all do God. <laughs> I hear you, Pastor. Wait till I get out of here. Hold. I'm going to get, mm-hmm. Wait, I ain't even present. See, see that old stuff, that old mindset, that, that those experiences, that mi- those mindsets that tell us who we not, those things happen to us when we was five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And what, what happens is it does not allow us to be present with God at the age of 30 and 40. It allows me to act like I'm 10. I left the club. I was 24 years old, and I did not go back. And I clubbed from Wednesday to Sunday every week. Oh, I didn't. I was from Fitzgerald to Tifton. I, I can tell y'all dates and time. Thursday night was in Tifton. And Wednesday night was the MIC. Friday night was the Legion. Saturday night was the MIC. Sunday was the heart of the city. That was the, that was the agenda. So he did this to free up my choosing. Verse 11. It, verse 11 tells us the priests right now, they're continuing the ceremonial rituals. They're doing the things. They're doing what they take, what they say in the sanctuary to keep us into in dead works. Because the plan of salvation is accepted through Christ's body. Body is rejecting the significance of Christ's death and rejecting the Holy Spirit and work in them. So if you continue this physical thing, this physical doing physical things to say you pleasing God, He's saying, I don't want no smoke. I want you. I'm 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 in you. I I, I don't want no more cows. Y'all, y'all go ahead and get y'all some some steaks and hog moths and, and 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 turkey legs and all that stuff to feed your physical body, but I want you. You, 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 you are my temple. And this, this temple work, this tent, I intentionally tore it down. I intentionally said you can't go back to it. But because it's on, it's on replay in your mind, it ain't happening no more, but it's, happen- it's, it's like it's happening. Continue the dead works of the old plan will keep you remind keep reminding you of your error thinking, but never taking it away. Away. Verse twelve, and I'm done. But this man had he offered one sacrifice for sins forever. When once he did what he had to do, he sat down at the right hand of the Father. This image, the only Spirit can usher in spirit. This is the image, y'all, that can only, th- that spirit that can usher in spirit. He, when he offered up his body to be a sacrifice, he died in our place 
for, for our ever thinking, and then he sits at the right hand of God. Jesus' death removed the curtain for all believers to walk into God's presence at any time, meaning this, if you're mature and develop and grow, you'll put me out of business. As a matter of fact, what you will do, you'll team up with me. Some of you all, I am well aware, once you come into the knowledge of who you are, you got to leave and go where God say that you, you should be. But some of y'all is going to stay here and help me build this temple. Why? Why build uh, the temple of, of this ministry of people? Why? Because it's time for freshmen to come in. And you go from ninth grade to 10th grade to 11th grade to 12th grade. Well, so, so, so why is you in the 12th grade acting like you in the field? Because it simply says because you're going to replay. Y'all feeling me? So, so Jesus death removed the curtain. You don't need me to get to God. You need you. My role is explained to you in Ephesians chapter 4 around verse 16. I give you apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to the preach the gospel for the development of the saints. So God is a what? A spirit. God is heart. God is soul. And they that worship him, meaning identifies themselves with him, must identify with him in your spirit, in truth, and in truth, in your heart, and in truth, through Jesus, the body. The right hand is very significant, and I'm done. The right hand represents the side of truth, the absolute, the divine mind, the source of all things, the side of power, meaning not strength, but the inbuilt ability to be in control over your own thoughts and your own feelings. See, if I get control of my own thoughts, it ain't nothing can stop me. Everything that I've ever dreamed of, only thing I got to do is go after it. What I've heard inside of me, not what nobody told me, you're a preacher. I see you're a woman of God. And if you write me a $1,200 check when I lay my hand on you, you're going to be still pain. <laughs> but me and Frank will be eating steak the rest of the week. <laughs> Clap your hands. Put your hands together. Do you understand you can't buy this? If you give to your man and woman of God, which is the right thing to do, do it because it's your heart without any trying to, you can't buy this. It was bought for you. If you want the real, if you want the truth, I'll go through the process. And if I have to look like a fool in front of y'all, I will. Because going through yourself ain't no joke. But I'm telling you, when you, have, when you have midwives around you, midwives ain't the one that's going to give birth, but they be sitting over there giving instructions, saying, all right, all right, I see, I see your labor pain. It's 30 seconds apart. Next time when that thing comes. Yeah, yeah. They ain't even experiencing nothing. They're just trying to guide you to lie, to, to land this plane. Some of you all are real good at it. You'll call me, you'll text me. 
And I know sometimes it seems like I'm giving you some vinegar. But I'm telling you, that's very significant. You need this to maintain. Because coming through yourself is equivalent to giving birth in the natural. Because you're trying to birth out who you are. You're trying to take off one and put on the other. That's why pastors say, come hide behind me. And I'm going to talk much noise, always have. But while you changing your clothes, I'm going to cover you. And the noise that I'm talking is telling you, all right, take that off. Take that off. That don't even look right. That don't match. I ain't going to do y'all like Daisy sent me. You see this, this jersey gold with black letters? You know, laid out them blue shorts with them pink, with that pink, them pink flowers in there. Take that off. Take that, that don't go, that ain't matching with where you trying to go. That's my job. As a people, I'm going to always cover you. That's my job. That's what a pastor does. I may whoop you in there or on the phone or through text because I can whoop through text. Abe, say amen, somebody. And you old. So, so my job is to, to get you to focus on it's more to you. Your job is to come hide behind me and make the necessary, take off the old and put on the new. So I am telling you, I understand the challenges. Can I be transparent? That's the same route that I had to take. No, don't let nobody tell you, I've been called to preach. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me with some of this stuff. But anyway, but they get deep. Don't let them cross that leg. You know, you know. It's pra has praise and worship started? Because I do praise and worship. I ain't, I ain't sitting back here. I have to go through this. The route is the same for everybody. It's through myself. Some of the things that I was told, some of the things that I experienced, I experienced coming up in a single household with 10 children and my mama working her finger through the bone, it caused me to have a complex. So what I said was, up under my breath and when she could not hear me, when I leave here, I ain't and I left home immature. And I created the same household that I left. I wasn't living there no more, but it was written in me. And there I am. Ended up, gave up the basketball scholarship, working at Shaw. Working my fingers to the bone. Could nobody tell me nothing. Had that child when I was 20. And it looked like, oh, yeah, that's the nail in the coffin. She ain't going to make it. But at three years old, when she started preaching to me, wait a minute, wait a minute, started hearing the call in me. Turned out be, to be one of the best things ever happened to me. No, me, me and her daddy weren't married out of wedlock. 
and God was able to use it. Use her and Shelly. Because <laughs> Shelly brought her home with that long old robe on, that dust that looked like a robe. And I had them been out all night, eyes still a little crossed. Hell, mini, mini, hell. I wasn't wearing glasses. He loves us so much. He uses everything. We're just not attentive to it. Say, come on. This, this is what real love is, baby. Y'all, you ain't had, you, you don't forgot this because you're living in reverse. Come back to your own heart. And when you do that, I don't expect it from y'all. I just give it because it's who I am. Finally at a place where I'm happy with myself, where I love myself. It's not based on what y'all do or don't do. It's not based on what my husband do or don't do. It's not based on what my kids do or don't do. It's based solely on me. And I fight like hell to keep away the shade so I can live in the image. Y'all have any questions? Don't leave here, because my goal is, I ain't here to entertain. Y'all may say some silly stuff, but I've been like this all my life, loud and crazy. Amen, Pruitt. <laughs> Don't leave here and you got questions. I take up the time with you, that's my job. So no questions, all right? Do, would you like to become a partner of the Antioch Life Enrichment Center under the leadership of Pastor Donna Prather?